from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Storm. And this is a podcast where we celebrate the coming of the new year. We sure do. The, let me tell you, the New Year's log is lit. Oh. The the winter <laughs> child has unhinged his jaw and begun his screech. I gotta, I'm telling you, just I, I feel it in the air, you know? The, <laughs> The northern lights are swirling ever closer and, you know, beginning to lift people up into the skies for the annual for the annual passing of the bells. Yep, I wanted to see how that one played out. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, so we're celebrating the coming of the new year, which is apparently the last year. It's all coming to an end because the bells are ringing, and you know what that means. The bells have begun to ring, which, which, impends, which means impending crisis. Um, yep. You know, the skies have turned red. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, doomsday is upon us is really how I think. But I think that that means it is time to celebrate the new year. As This does also happen every single year. Yes, and what happens every single year, I don't know if you junior wizards are aware, but the bells ring every single year, single year signing the beginning of uh, the apocalypse. And every single year, Jeff and I keep you safe by preventing the end of the world. We do. We, do, we take a listener prompt. <laughs> we we uh, use it to create a tabletop role-playing game character just as the bells reach their crescendo. Yep. And the bony hands of the other world reach through reach through the void. And we, we send them at bay. We say, here, take of this take of this vegetable-themed insult comic. And the hand grasps the vegetable-themed insult comic and is pleased and retreats into the void and another year is gifted is gifted to the world. Can I check real quick who who we made last year around this time so I can see who actually belongs to the bony hand beyond the void? Yes, I, huh. I, I am also curious as to who belongs to the bony hand beyond the void. Let me look up last year's episode. Evelyn Skyline was released on New Year's Eve 2017. <laughs> that was a good one, though. Okay. So that was a feel-good episode, but I am sad to say that we have offered Evelyn Skyline to the hand. <laughs> but wait, wait. I have a better way. I'm crying. <laughs> on December 30th, 2016, we offered Pelter up to the bony <laughs> hand of the abyss. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> We handed a beaver over to a skeleton hand of essentially the rapture, and it grabbed Pelter and just squeezed him. That's why Pelter hasn't come back. Uh, All right, but to be fair, Pelter does. Pelter still battles in the in the in the in the space between worlds. Pelter is still doing war with the bony hand of the other of the nether world. Absolutely, and keeping us all safe. Evelyn Skyline is watching contently while yes. eating a delicious barbecued trout every single year. Every single year, if you if you look out on a cold winter's night, just as just as the moon rises on New Year's Eve, you yep. can hear a gentle soothing. You can hear that good pelt. <laughs> uh, so do we have a do we have a prop this week, Aaron? Because the bony hand it nears. It oh, I, I see. I see master hand. I see master bone hand. <laughs> and we do have a prompt this week. A prompt this week is from our Discord. 
And the prompt is from 2017, uh, August 11th, 2017. I was really hoping that it was like December 31st. (laughs) And the prompt is from EarthCube, Experimental Magic Train. Hmm. All right. Now we're no stranger to a we're no stranger to a magic train. We have, here on we, all my we, we, have we have well documented magical train. Now I have had an idea for a magical train for a while. Okay. And I, I don't know if it's magical yet, but I know I had an idea for a train. So well, if it's coming up this week, it must be experimental and magical. That that is also very <laughs> God damn it. Yes, you are right. So I had an idea for like if there was a town in fantasy, like a train town, like a railed yard town that had a train way back when that could take you anywhere you needed to go, it was the most convenient form of travel in the world until suddenly it shut down. Mm-hmm. And now it's the place where like, you know, villains and tough characters and shady characters, how they get around the world. Because I was thinking about like in RPGs and video games and movies in general, when the villain kind of just shows up somewhere and no one saw them get there. I'm like, how the fuck? Come on. Like, what do you tell? Someone would have spotted you. You're Skeletor, you know? Sure. So I was thinking about this. Basically, it's an underground. It's like a subway system throughout fantasy. That is now only traveled by villains, shady people, or like just you have to be really tough to travel it because the only people traveling it are those who don't want to be seen. Sure. Um, so like if Shao Clown wanted to get from point A to point B, they would maybe take the subway. Headless Seven doesn't want to be seen by anyone. They take the subway, you know, this transit system. And so basically it's a subway system where everyone has powerful items. Everyone's like a strong person. You know, it's it's dangerous. It is foolhardy of you to assume that Shao Clown wishes to travel without being seen. For truly, the ever-present reminder of the mortality and the fragility of life is part of what makes my circus of misery so truly miserable. The fact that you may never shake it from your mind's eye is what gives it its awe-inspiring and terrible power. I really wish we made Chow Clown on December 31st, 2017. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, wait. But I like the idea. I like the idea that it is specifically like it is the shadow trolley. Yes, and that's the name of it. First of all, because yep. it's real it's good. The shadow trolley. But sure. also, may I say that it is no? It 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 used to run really. You know, it used to be like a train. Blah 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 blah. Now it runs without being like there's no there's no one manning this train, and also um, no one knows how it runs anymore. Yeah, it just does. It stopped at one point. People stopped using it for some reason. People stopped riding this shadow trolley. You know, it's people stopped riding the trolley, and then it became the shadow trolley. It just kept running, and now it's only run by like headless seven types. Uh, yeah, you know, people who are people who are who are who are moving without being seen. Yes, people with something to hide. And I I wrote a cool rule down that I want to include my last okay. toot, my last toot of this horn. Is the rule of the shadow trolley is because it have to, it would have to have like unwritten rules like a fucking fight club or something. If like you know everybody going on there was a level ninety nine like adventurer with something to hide, the rules would be rules of the shadow trolley because you don't want to know who's on it. You know you mm-hmm. don't I don't want somebody to see me on it. It's eyes down, weapon out. Like you right, you sit on the train like you do on a subway, just like eyes down. You don't like stare at anybody on like the subway right. in real life. So it's eyes down, weapon out. You kind of like keep your eyes down to the floor as you're walking through the station. Because there'd be stations all throughout the world that are like abandoned. Mm-hmm. 
but like you can never keep your eyes up until you're out of the station. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Now that's cool. The episode. Are we going to talk yeah. about the person who made it? I think we can talk about the person who made it. The person that, uh, like the P. I, I I don't know. I feel like we can just talk about this. Yeah, trolley, let's talk this about sort the of, shadow trolley. Yeah, I'm I, I'm curious how it works. Who is using it? Like who made it? Why it's magic? There's a lot of questions I have that I think we can get into. All right, what's a question you got? I I guess my question is like. Um, it's like, how do we picture this working? Is it sort of along the lines of the of uh, Trix Malman's train, where it just like shows up where it needs to go? Are there stops and stations? What do those stations look like? Are they okay. are they like okay. I'm mysteriously thinking... well kept, or are they like stations that have been shuttered and shut down that people just sort of emerge out of? Yes, that's how I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it as not magical in like a mystical reflections train way. Just like a a very in-depth spider web of, like, you've seen the New York subway map. It's hideous. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but all over the world where, like, there are stations fucking every, like, it, because for it to be, for me, like, a thing that it stopped and it sucks. And, like, if you were to be traveling on this train for nefarious reasons, there would have to be stops everywhere. Yeah. So it's convenient for, like, a villain or, like, someone who needs to get around but not seen so I'm thinking it's like a spider webby map of tunnels and, you know, subway line. And there's abandoned stations that people just emerge from. Mm-hmm. Um, n- not mystical in nature. Let me challenge that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, please. Because if it's running on its own, I kind of think that it, it – I oh, think there's a yes. little bit of magic to oh, it. Oh, no. There's absolutely magic. I didn't want it to be like it takes you where you need to go. It's like, no, you got to get on like the G line. <laughs> what I think is – what I what I like – the idea that I'm thinking is like – I keep coming back to the idea of a ghost train. God, thank you. God. That classic, like, you know, <laughs> train tracks running, hasn't, train, ha- train hasn't run here in 25 exact- years. Yes, that's kind of what, like, I, I didn't want to say it. but Yes, I, I- I'm picturing a ghost <laughs> train. And so furthermore, I am picturing that, like, part of the reason that weapons are out on this train and it is most frequented by people with, like, something to hide or, re- or reason to lay low, people that are desperate. Yeah. Even more so than I think people that are sinister, I think it's 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 frequented by people that are desperate. Yes, like absolutely because like, it is riddled with the undead. Yeah. Oh, desperate. I like desperate a lot. That's good. Like, and I because I I like the idea that it's got ghosts Yo, and skeletons. Absolutely, it is a it and is ghouls. it's a dungeon in itself just to ride it. To get on the train, you're basically like keeping ghosts at bay for an hour. <laughs> Even if it's one stop, you're at least gonna have to uppercut one skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a ghost, a phantom train, like in Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, it's a ghost train. It it is a a straight up, but like, and it and it just runs. It doesn't it doesn't run magically. It nope. doesn't. It just it used to be manned by someone. Yep. It used to be operated. It is no longer operated, and now it just runs those same routes. And so you just hop on when it passes your station, and hop off when you need to. All the while battling skeletons, specters, and other mm-hmm. spookums. Yep. Okay. So, one, why is it haunted then? Like, mm. did people fucking die on it? Or does it pass through, like, the ghost dimension, you know, mm. when you're on it? Is it just haunted? Like, is it cursed? Is it a cursed train? I kind of like it passing through a ghost dimension. I mean, we have we mentioned the ghost dimension before? <laughs> Wait, the dog dimension was what it was. <laughs> we, we mentioned the dog dimension. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it's necessary. I think I kind of like, because I like the idea that, like, you can't 
track it. Oh yeah, right? no, absolutely and not. And so I kind of think it has to like blink out of re- like blink out of reality on the tracks and like blink back in. I dig this. I think it also adds to the horror element to the horror like ghost train. Ro- I'm picturing a little bit of this as a roller coaster. <laughs> sort of a Six Flags experience. Right. I'm gonna call a quick time out there <laughs> because a train and a roller coaster are very different visually. <laughs> so wait, like you sit in a single car? Like wait, so now it's like a haunted roller coaster ride? No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I can't breathe. This is a perfectly reasonable suggestion. I thought you meant visually. <laughs> it's, it's a, a little bit of visual. Hear me out. Like a lap bar. <laughs> Just let me finish. I'm sorry. Sorry. Now I've lost my place. He said it's like a roller coaster, and we're passing through the passing through the ghost dimension. So what I'm picturing is like <sighs> a little bit of like it's on the tracks, and then it jumps up, and it kind of crashes towards some trees, and you're like, Bleh! and then it fades into ectoplasm, and then suddenly it reappears elsewhere, oh. and it's like just tumble like it spends time on tracks and then jumps off of tracks and twirls around and it is like a chaotic experience oh fuck okay like this is not a train this is not a pleasant train ride this is a train ride where you are holding onto rails for your life kicking at skeletons and then like you have to this is a detail i want to add okay please like there are stops yeah where it will but like it does not stop at them you gotta tuck and roll? You gotta tuck and roll. Like, it will <laughs> slow down. No, actually, you know what? It doesn't even slow down. These are just the places that it reappears. Like, it re- it reappears reliably at certain locations. You just gotta tuck and roll. I, I like that. You have to jump off a fucking train. This okay. is a stressful experience. I, I, I'm emphasizing I that, like, if you are taking the shadow trolley... Like, it is not a pleasant experience from from the moment that you have to, like, you have to do the, like, stand, or, like, the, you have to do the running jump onto a train. Yes. That's, like, in motion. Yeah, absolutely. And then jump back off. I, I love this. I'm in love with this. And I'm sorry I've been giggling so much. I'm focused now. No, giggling's good. I, I'm all about the giggling. The roller coaster fucking image cracked me up because I then saw, like, I imagined Headless Seven, like, pulling down a lap bar and a skeleton being like, be sure to hang on. Like, you know, and that's like the operator of the trolley. <laughs> but that's not what this is. So what this tells me is that it's like a wild ride. You know, it's terrifying. I get the amazing image that, like, I've always had... Uh, my dream, if I ever ran the tabletop game, would be, like, you'd have to fight on the subway, like, in a yeah. car. So that happens every fucking time, and that makes me very happy. That, like, you're holding on to, like, a subway bar while, like, you know, the rail, while, like, hacking away at skeletons, and, like, you tumble backwards, your back hits the wall, and, like, ghouls are charging you, and you have to spear them. Like, this is amazing. All just to get to work. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So... So that tells me that it makes me ask you this. Has it always been this way or was it a normal convenient train that became this? Hmm. Because that is always for ghost train. You know, I always think of it was a normal train. Something happened, made it a ghost train. I think that's what we I think it's got to be something happened. Okay, so we have this dope-ass ghost train that pass, that blinks out of a dimension. You know, you, you get attacked by hostile ghosts and skeletons and the undead, and it appears in another place. That tells me, though, that the train is still fu- a functioning train. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, it is still running on a, a line. 
you know? So it is yeah. still a, a train at the end of the day that was a, it's a very functioning train. It's a good one. Yeah. What the fuck happened? You want to go back, start at the beginning, now that we've Tarantino'd the shit out of this once again? Yeah, let's, let's, let's figure this out. Let's, let's, let's figure this out. All right. So, the beginning. Every good train story has, like, the rail tycoon who started it all. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. my name's Eric Catano Sires, and I, invent- I invented a train that can run on ghost fuel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, that train gets cursed. You want to make a railway tycoon, or do you want to uh, make something else? We can make a railway. T- I'm into a railway tycoon. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling rail. I'm feeling. I'm feeling a a, a a robber baron of the rails. Excellent. Let me roll on a pronoun. One, two, he, three, four, she, five, six, them, six. So they are a railway tycoon. We say robber baron. Robber baron. They're a robber baron. I don't think this is a, a good, like, a nice person. No, no. You can't have a good fucking train story without one of the villains being the person who owns the train. Yeah, I think that, like, they are, they are, they are a robber baron. Like, they, they built this, like, they built this, they have blood on their hands. Okay, 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 already, already we're throwing gasoline on my little, t- on our little tiny stove. This is horribly dangerous. Yeah, let, like, can we not do that? <laughs> it's too late. That's you already did it. The New Year's tradition. That's... We've lit. We've lit. We've covered our stove in gasoline, and now we're cooking. Now we have to make the Christmas pudding. We're throwing re- just hot extinguished matches at it and just seeing what happens. Yep. It's New Year's. It's New Year's. Happy New Year's, everyone. Um, by the way, it is actually New Year's Eve at ten forty a.m. Uh, <laughs> <It is. laughs> so we have this. Robert I am Barrett. wearing a full tuxedo. Are you really? Wait, no. is it Friday? I'm, no. <laughs> no, like, it's... I'm wearing pajamas. I, so am I. I'm wearing <laughs> fucking uh, plaid... A little peek behind the curtain for you. Happy New Year's, y'all. I'm wearing my slippers, my plaid pajama pants, and a t-shirt from the baseball league my dad runs. Now, what are you wearing, Jeff? Uh, gray sweatshirt and blue sleep pants that my mother got me for Christmas. Um, yeah, my dad got me these sleep pants. Let's I'm wearing go. nice and fuzzy, fuzzy slippers. Welcome to podcasting, y'all. Anywho, so this robber baron. Yes. Okay, so it, uh, this is my always my initial thought for a train story. There's a there's a town that's in the middle of nowhere. This robber baron sees an opportunity. Like, this would be, like, the perfect place to put a train station. But it's a slow town that, like, nothing's happening in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, a sleepy, cute town gets, you know, essentially taken over by the rail industry. Mm-hmm. And they put a fucking train uh, terminal there that basically spreads all over the world. Is it a subway or is it an above ground train? Uh, I think it could go either way. Which one? Which is more interesting to you? Uh, both. One that does both, obviously. Yeah, it does both. I don't see why it can't be both, Jeff. The subway in Philly does both. It goes above ground. It goes underground. Yeah, the subway everywhere goes both. It's. it's I'm so stupid. Um, so it's like a subway train. Yeah. Cool. And it spreads out all over fantasy, connecting everyone. It connects, like, the world. You know, like, it is, at this point in time, this, what was it initially called? Before it was called the Shadow Trolley. What's this person's name, first of all? Mm. That will inform us, I think. Because if it's a douche robber baron train person, they totally named it after themselves. Well, first of all, what culture are they? Hmm. Hmm. I made a character chart yesterday, and I realized we don't have uh Let's make him a gnome. Okay. So this is yeah. a gnome. 
and you know they're a little bit they're a little bit dwarf and they're a little bit halfling yeah all right yeah that's a that's a beautiful that's a beautiful creature right there um and their name is give me a minute yeah is it working something something something's cooking their name is shandor rails tumbleweed but they but the friends just call him rails on account of the trains I'm like just looking around my desk. I'm like, <laughs> I was gonna be like, their name is Choo Choo McGee. Like, <laughs> wait, Shandor Rails Tumbleweed. Yes, that sounds like a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, okay, so so we, everyone Rails Rails Tumbleweed. Everyone calls them Rails Tumbleweed, which we will proceed to call them Rails Tumbleweed. Yeah, Rails Tumbleweed. That's a real good fucking name, Jeff. So Rails Tumbleweed is a robber baron tycoon, right? Mm-hmm. They show up in the town of. They are. I, I've got a little bit of their their pick of a picture of them. Of course you do. In my head, I know you do. <laughs> I just try to keep up. Honestly, at this point, you're like jogging. It's that marathon <laughs> image of like you're the friend who's like, "What's the matter? You've never run a marathon before." I'm in the back, like, "Yeah, I'm totally fine. I just need to catch my breath." <laughs> so. Here, and I'm going to throw out some ideas for you. Please do. I'm kind of picturing them as a little bit of a, like, a, a scientist scientist, right? Mm, okay. Somebody looking to change the world. Oh, I love it. They are building, they have built this train. They have built this, like, this train. You mentioned it ran on ghost fuel. <laughs> and as is all my fantasy children tradition, yep. it, it, you it's say canon it. now. It's canon, yep, you say it's canon. I think that they... They built this train that runs on like a magical energy, right? Of course, ley line energy. It runs on it runs on ley line energy. Cool, and that is part of why like it is able to. I don't think they are physically constructing tracks all over the world. Mm. I think this is a little bit of like it started out as a little bit of a jump gate situation. Oh, a little bit magitech, a little bit like fantasy, a little bit sci fi. It was sort of a. You know, we're going to power the ley line. It is going to physically, like, move this train elsewhere in the world onto, like, another set of tracks. So the tracks only extend about a mile from any given station. <sighs> and then they're connected. They just, it just, foomp, and, like, warps in, uh, like warps into another station. Oh, like, the the image I'm getting is, like, how to do light travel. They have to speed up a little bit. Yeah. Like, you gotta be going pretty fast, and then, zip, you appear somewhere else. Yeah, like, it. They're, they're, I think the, tra- the tracks always end in a little bit of a ramp, so it just sends the train, like, flying <laughs> into the, the air. Because you gotta get that momentum. You gotta get that lift. Of course. No, I'm, I'm with you. That image just cracked. I did not have that image. I was just seeing it going like a Shinkan set in Japan. Like, funk. <laughs> it's, it's a ramp. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So a the ramp. Of a ramp. Yes. Because that's what makes it when, it, when it becomes undead and exaggerates its features into a mockery of its former self, mm-hmm. that's what makes it into a roller coaster. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. That's why it suddenly, it goes from like, it leaps up, and then you kind of like, we're going into the air! Shoom! Twirling and twisting and crashing through trees, <laughs> and then suddenly smashing into another station. Because it has exaggerated itself in the nature of the ley line. I fuck, okay, I'm obsessed. Okay, so that is the train. Yes. What is the initial train called? I have a name, I have a name for the line, by the way. All right, give me what's what. What do you think the name of the train is? Obviously, so we're going with this is a robber baron, yeah. 
This yeah. this this dwarven halfling has created a train that runs on, you know, that manipulates the magic of the purest of ley line energies to get you where you need to go. Jeff, this is just the tumbleweed line. Mm-hmm. This is the, the tumbleweed rail system was created by Rail Tumbleweed, a robber baron or an investor. They had a lot of money, yes? Mm-hmm. They had a lot of money. They're a researcher. They're a scientist. And I think this has been their dream their whole life to create because let me give you, let me give you a little pitch here. This is someone who's a scientist, yes? Yes. They've always wanted to collaborate and meet the other great scientists of the world, but they were always frustrated with the fact that we've, we've mentioned before, you've mentioned it in the past, that it takes a long time to get places in fantasy. Yeah. So, like, you know, walking to fucking, taking a wagon from Geo to Purethra Guild sucks. And yeah, maybe, it takes months. Yeah, it takes months. So they were like, you know, if I could only figure out how to get a propulsion system that can mimic the speed of the reflections train of like the magic, you know, there's magic fucking transport and fantasy that like only some people have, you know, if I could only manage that. So they find a town where it's just magically dense. Like I'm seeing a place where all in one spot, you know, there's a heap of yellow light energy. So there's like fucking mountains surrounding a dense forest from magenta. The water swirls a beautiful cyan. You know, the sky is always sunny and there's lava. Basically, like a big wad of all the magic, like a big, imagine like a pimple of ley line energy. Yeah, sure. Or it's all condensed in the center and they figure out a way, what, how to drain it? Or is it just like, you know, it? you said it runs on the energy. So I'm sort of seeing like how the bullet train floats on electromagnetics. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to, do you want to do the story of like they drain the planet, you know, the fucking Shinra? Or is it just like they learn how to make it run on the ley line energy, but that's unstable, so it ends up being a ghost train? I, I kind of like that it's just unstable. The thing that I really like, like what, like, like there's a, there's a vein of story that I'm a big fan of. Yeah. That is literally like, we think we understand something. Yes. And then like the actual full consequences of that, like, strike us, like, is what causes doom. Yes. It's like there's we we it's like everything makes sense, but because we did not consider the full extent of it, yes, suddenly Godzilla. So the image I get is that this town called Newkirk, because that's my subway stop. Newkirk is a dense magical zit. It is concentrated. It's rich. I think there's something about it that draws um, rail rail tumbleweed. Yep, rail tumbleweed. You got so it. They stumble upon it, or is it something that like people know about? I think they stumble on it. I think it's I think it's I think it's interesting if they literally just like wind up there in like their like field studies. Okay. I dig this. You know, they're they're scouting towns. They scout towns yeah. looking for, they've been looking for this for a long time. Yes, this is something that they have theorized and then like this is their this is their this is when they mm. believe that they have like uncovered it. So this this person has been studying the ley line energy. They're like yeah. but they don't understand. there's very few people who like know that they exist. Right. Because like, how the fuck would you know? But they know that something is giving everybody all these magic powers. They know that something in the planet is doing it. And they know that if that's the case, if they theorize that, like, if these are veins, there has to be like, you know, organs. And this is a place where they meet. There's several of them throughout the world. But this is a place where the ley lines kind of meet, converge. And, you know, this town is awesome. You know, Newkirk is a poppin' spot. It's yep. got the everything in it. So they make a train in this town. Do they ruin the town or do they just 
are they the monorail guy from fucking Simpsons? Hmm. You know, is it that kind of image? Or is it someone who makes it on the outskirts of town? Which is more interesting to you? You said robber baron. I think they've gotta be I think they've gotta be a little bit of a, a little bit of a huckster and a yes. little bit of a a little bit of bringing bringing ruin to a town. Yes. I, I kind of like that. Okay. So how do they do that? Just by it was this place where like may may I throw a pitch? I've been talking forever. Yeah, no, no, but I, I, I've got a pitch, but I want to hear yours. Okay. Newkirk is a town that celebrates magic. You know, it's low, because we always talk about magic tech, and people have cell phones and fancy watch TV. This is a place that just, like, celebrates magic. It's sort of just, you know, low-tech, high magic. Like, if they're if they're tuning into a TV, it's a cardboard box where, like, mm-hmm. someone has powered, like, someone projects the image with magic. Everything is fucking sorcery. Everything is conjured. Everything is magic until Rails Tumbleweed shows up. Now, what is your pitch? And we'll, we can combine the two. Or My pitch one. is, I don't think that the construction of the railroad is what destroys, is what curses, is what, like, brings terror to the town and to the and turns it into the shadow trolley. Okay. I think it is too much of a good thing. Mm, okay. Because I I love the idea of like an ecological disaster movie. Of course, for lack of a better term. Of course, you know I, the 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 image of someone kicking down a door with a stack of papers. Mm-hmm. Rails tumbleweed is like they kick they tear open the door to the trolley itself because I think Rails is, is is driving the trolley. Absolutely, they tear in the the engine the door of the engineer's car and they're like Rails we need to talk. Like, like you have to be seeing this. Every time we crash, it is more chaotic. It is harder and harder to make that easy landing. And also, we're also there are reports of people hearing voices. There is reports of like people seeing the dead. Like you have to be aware of this. And they're just like they're just like this is I am doing a service. I am making the world a better place. And they just keep hitting that lever and hitting that jump and going harder and harder and being like no you don't understand i am it's not that they think they're making the world a better place it's that like this is my legacy this is what made this is i i am this is this is how i will be immortal this Mm. is how i will be remembered okay okay because i think they got an ego yeah i was about to say so this tells me that rails has a bit of an ego and rails so what does rails what did rails want in making this you know they wanted to make a train that connects the world because they wanted to do what? Like, I mentioned that they were tired of, you know, the simple, like, walking and taking horses and shit. But, like, yeah. what do they want to gain from this? Is it notoriety? Do they want to be the greatest, you know, do they want to create the most marvelous engineering marvel fantasies ever known? I kind of like that. You know, is it someone who says, I'm a scientist, you know, we're known by what we create, do they just want notoriety? They want to be the poster child of transportation and fantasy. I like that. I like it's a little bit of that. And you know what we don't have like a ton of that I think is interesting? What? I think it might just be greed. I'm into this. I love me some greed. I think greed. it might just be like, be like I if, if I can crack this, I can get mine. Yeah. Like, I'll like, be I can rich. Be, I can be rich. I can be rich and famous and live forever. Ooh, and then like, okay. I just never have to you know, worry about money again. I can just be wealthy forever. Okay, I love this. 
I love this. So this is what this is what gives me an idea for just kind of the back to the beginning of the tale mm-hmm. was Rails Tumbleweed comes to Newkirk, <laughs> Newkirk Plaza, and you know it's this beautiful lush area where magic kind of just swirls in the air. Like I think it's visible. Like the ley line yeah. energy here is so dense you can literally see it, touch it, taste it, smell it. The Northern Lights, sure. Yes, 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 yes. Where they kind of envelop this town. Everyone in it is like a very powerful wizard, you know. Real Stubbleweed comes upon this town, looks around, and you know what they say? What? Aurora Boreal. <laughs> this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of fantasy, localized entirely within Newkirk. Yes. <laughs> May I use it to build a ghost train? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they come to Newkirk and they see this dense magical energy and they see how powerful people are here. And I think they use the people in this town use magic for literally everything. And it's like, this is my engine. I like that they, they see this and there's dollar signs in their eyes. Yeah. Where they're like, this is my, this is the, in every robber baron thing is like, this is the coal mine where that'll this will this will be the source of my train energy. Mm-hmm. And so what they they pitch it to the town like do you want to be do you want to be the nexus lake of the land mm-hmm. faring world where people come to you where you can connect anywhere in the world and people will connect to you magicians and mages and sorcerers from all over the you'll be able to travel to the chamber arcanum faster than you've ever believed to train your youngins in the ways of magic. Think of the possibilities. And they're like, well, I've never really thought of that. We've kind of just had it made in the shade over here, but that sounds kind of dope. Because this is an asshole. This is a silver-tongued douche. So they kind of pitch it as like a way of connecting magic. And, you know, wouldn't it be amazing to have sorcerers from all over the world be able to train in your place? And you go to the Chamber Arcanum and train over there. And it's just this magical way. And, like, and what all I get in return is my tech come to life because I just need the land permit to put a station here, to put the, you know, the essentially the Grand Central in your, in Newkirk. Mm-hmm. And so they say yes. So the mayor of fucking Newkirk says, okay. I think that they, I think they, they, they charm their way in and, and the people, you know, they, they give them, they give them honeyed promises mm. and soon enough there is a train and it does not go well. <laughs> okay. So the train, real quick before, because I know we want to get, I want to get back to the ghosting. I just want to get to kind of what happens to them, what happens to Rails Tumbleweed, and then it's Ghost Train. Mm-hmm. So Rails Tumbleweed has a train that runs on the veins of the ley line, basically. It runs yes. on top of them and on, like, you know, near them. But basically, that is the path it takes, right? And I you've think mentioned so. before that ley line energy, the magic of this planet, is incredibly unstable. You know, you can't just do that. That's not a thing. It's like a circuit. If you think of circuits, like sometimes they short circuit. Sometimes they get a little more power and it goes zap and like an ice elemental is made. It's not something that's predictable or controllable, except by magic, but not like this. So the trains are like, you know, running on the ley lines, traveling, makes lines everywhere. This fucking train is literally everywhere in the worst way. Like, stations are all over the world now, because if you make a train that jumps from place to place, all you have to do is put stations places. Like, this is Mm -hmm. the middle area, and you can just make stations that connect, and they just jump from place to place to place. So it becomes like, this is the Starbucks of fantasy, where it's like fucking everywhere in an obnoxious way. 
where it's like yeah. nobody asked for this sometimes, and they're just all over the place. Now, what happens to make it ghostly? Is it because it's unpredictable ley line energy and they push it too far? I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's that, like, like I, I, like I said, I think it's the ecological disaster of, you know, people or people start to start to hear voices and there start to be ghost sightings and someone's attacked by a skeleton and it takes like four people, four people pulling them off to like make make them like safe. And people are like, we can't keep doing this. And, like, so people start, like, not taking the train. Mm. And that just makes rails desperate, right? Like, that just makes them say, oh, well, well, if people aren't going to take the train, that's because, like, I'm not. That's because we're not, like, running it enough. And so they're just pushing it harder Ooh. and harder, faster, faster, more, more. And they're just running this train again and again. And people just keep, and, like, slowly the people that start taking this train are the people that, are not interested in just traveling the world like safely and quickly. It's people that are interested in getting somewhere no matter what. So I think that even before it becomes a ghost train, it takes on the reputation of being a shadow trial. Mm. And then suddenly, and it just keeps getting more and more otherworldly. And soon enough, like I think eventually rails just dies. Absolutely. I, I think that, do we want it to be that they are they are pulled in, they are dragged to hell, as in the movie Drag Me to Hell, yep. which, spoilers, does include a character that literally being dragged yes, in. Yes, it does. That is, that is fantasy canon. Or do we want them to just die and then just the ghost train to continue after their death based solely on their utter refusal to ever stop the train? Can running? I give you a pitch on that? Yes. I really like these options a lot. So, Rails Tumbleweed has been yep. pushing this train for years. You know, pushing it literally faster and faster, and also pushing the agenda of putting stations everywhere, even though no one asked for it or wanted it. But it's like, mm-hmm. no, your town has a station now. It's like, I don't want this shit. Because trains are just appearing. Haunted trains are appearing, and, like, skeletons pour out. You know, it's it's not a good time. But they're realizing that every time... So, what? what, what I'll ask you this. Does, um, does Rails Tumbleweed captain the train? Yes, for okay. sure. They're for sure right up front of the train every single time it goes. And people are keep people keep telling them, you have to stop this. Every time that Rails pilots the train, whatever, conducts the train, their hand is on the lever. They see it turn a little ghostly, you know, just a yep. little bit. Like a little corruption creeps over their fingers and up their wrist into their, and they pull it off. And so th- this is what I kind of wanted to get to, like, you're an arrogant douche type thing of like, hmm. My train will be unstoppable if I let the corruption take me and I become part of the train. So on the day that, you know, I don't know who decrees it or like there's literally only, like we said, it's become the shadow trolley at this point. Regular people are not riding this. It's just like hardened adventurers, you know, criminals and shit like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the shadow trolley. They're noticing that a lot more stops are closed. They're going to these places and they're boarded up. You know, they're closed. The town has said, like, no more. We're roping it off. We're boarding up the windows. No one is hired. We're not hiring anybody anymore to keep this train station going. Don't make the train come here anymore. And they're like, nothing can stop me on this mission. I won't be swayed. They don't understand the power that this train possesses. It's the power to connect people. It's the power to go fast. But it's really just, you know, I'm running out of money. 
But so yeah. they're like, if I keep my hand on this lever and I let it take me, they can't stop the train. I, I will live forever, yes. even if it is. I, I love the, I, here's the thing. I absolutely love that. Because I love that it's them consciously, like, it's, it's, it's somebody pointing out, hey, this train is being overrun by ghosts. And then them going, okay, well, then I'm a ghost. Then I'm a ghost now. <laughs> Let the corruption take me. Let the because if they want to live, if they want to live for, if they want to live forever and be rich and famous and powerful, then yeah, they're going to just make that decision and be like, all right, I I am choosing to embrace this. Yes, yes. Do okay, but my question is, does it work or does it backfire? <sighs> I don't think it works. So I'm seeing the corruption is you know creeps up their arm into their chest, up their neck, and they're like, yes, let me become <sighs> just a skeleton. I see it as not even a skeleton. I see it as just them fading into oh, nothing. Oh, I meant like die, like you turn to dust, like you're just dead. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think they just fade away. I think they just do, they just are part of the train, but like, they're not like a con, they're not like, it's not a trick smallman situation where they are magically piloting this train. This train runs itself and they are just kind of absorbed into its essence. Like the thing that becomes immortal, the grand sort of, uh, if we may Crypt Keeper this a little yes, bit. Yes, please. They are correct in that, like, they're crea- in that, like, the train will live forever. You know, they they understood the ley lines enough to know that, like, if they are, if they may, if they do this, you know, immortality will be achieved. But nobody gives a nobody gives a damn about rails tumbling. No, the thing that the thing that is empowered by the ley lines to live forever is the train. Mm, okay, I'm into this. So they basically like are absorbed into the ley line. But, like, they are a drop in the bucket. The thing that they made is the thing that, like, echoes out into the ley lines and becomes this running, running this thing that runs forever. They embrace it, and the universe is a cold and uncaring place. It merely absorbs them and says, all right, you're done. All right, welcome to the train. Your train will live forever. Yeah, the engine is forever. You made an engine. You made it like a ley line engine. I don't... You made a vessel. Like, you are, you are merely, you are merely the creation of the, the creator of this vessel. The vessel will live forever. Damn. And that's horrifying. It is horrifying. that's horrifying. But that's a ghost train, baby. That's, That's you don't... That's a, that's a horror, that's a horror story. Like, that's, fuck. Where this person was like, I don't care if the world doesn't want this. I need this. And I'm going to push it harder and harder and harder and harder dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you can't. In the end, their efforts to become immortal merely were successful. Yeah, they they made they they will they will be forever, but not as themselves. Just they they the thing that they created will outlive them in, in, in for better and for infinitely worse. Is it a legend or does, oof, can I say that everyone's pretty much forgotten that story and all they know is that there's a ghost train? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That there's a train in fantasy that, like, you just don't take unless you're looking to, like, run into some tough customers. Or you just got to move, like, or you just have to get somewhere. You have to get somewhere quick, quick and in the shadows. If you don't have any other options, you take the shadow trolley. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who built it. Nobody knows where it came from. Just is. Oh, that sucks. Can we roll on tables? Yeah. Oh, God. Because I want to get to know them a little better because we know that they're a douche, right? Like, they're kind of a douche. They're kind of greedy. And unfortunately, that is the nature of, like, you know, where greed meets ambition, it oftentimes is a bad combination. Here we go, engineer. Perfect. All right, let's do it. This is off of the Dungeons & Dragons wiki, an engineer, a fan-made 5th edition background. Excellent. All right, let's roll on a personality trait. Give me a D8. Go. Two. 
I don't talk a lot because I become engrossed in my thoughts. So this is a there there okay. Okay. Cuz the image I'm getting right now is someone in an office constantly working. Mhm. And sort of like the reputation that that gets as like we said they're a robber baron, you know, we said that um Rails Tumbleweed is, you know, greedy after a goal, but like it is just ambition and they want theirs, you know, they yeah. want money and they want notoriety. But like which isn't inherently evil. No. You know, it's not bad. No, it's an envy. And and really, like, their goal to, like, connect the world is enviable. Yes. Like, it's, they had a noble, they had a noble purpose. Like, they were, they were not, they were, they were doing good work for the wrong reasons, but, like, they were doing good work. Yeah, absolutely. In theory. Yeah. They just let it get away from them. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And I see someone sitting in an office just working for hours and hours and not really having the time or capacity to connect with a lot other a lot of other people because just mm-hmm. constantly enveloped in thoughts like i'm seeing that the reputation as a cold person came from like coming to newkirk and it's like i want your land you know i want this i want this power for my train you know i want this i want the power of this and everyone's like god what a cold business douche mm-hmm. i'm sort of trying to figure out like is this a pitiable person is this a sad story or is it like well they kind of got what they deserve I still kind of feel like like or like that result still kind of says to me that they got what they deserved. Mm, maybe not. I think they were somebody that like really truly like believed in the work. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. There is no doubt that they believed in this project and the capacity for, you know, connecting the world, but unfortunately, they wanted they wanted the recognition because the project was a success. But then yeah. when it was not, they would not let it go, and that's hubris. Yeah. Cut your losses. And that's yep. the only reason why they're like bad. It's because I think they got wrapped up in their own head of like my own and their they, own selfish ambition. I think they bought into the hype. Yes. Of like being famous, you know, yeah. and being known for this and having their name on it. Like be, yeah. having instead of just having a train that ran, they're like, but what if it could go faster? What if it could have more stations? Yeah. Give me a D6 for an ideal. One horse organization everything has its place and everything should be in its place do they see the world as like a grid i i see it as a little bit of like obsession Mm, okay right i see it a little bit as like everything everything has to relate back to the project like everything has to make sense and everything has to like like the logical option is the only option that we can go with yes I'm 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 hearing it as a philosophy where it's mm-hmm. like everything has its place. I am a scientist and so I I make I make things. I'm an engineer. I make things. And I see how far I can push it. You know, I see what else is beyond the realm of possibilities. I see yeah. I'm constantly making and making and making and making because like that I think was the er- like you know greed is great, money is great. But like at the end of the day if they're a scientist, they're like but if I could push it further and the selfishness and the greed came from like but you're costing people, like, people are getting hurt on this train. It's like, but that's the cost of science. You know, push it faster, and, like, <laughs> train crashes, skeletons pour out. It's like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is, unfortunately, like, I, this is a sad scientist story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's give me a D6 for a bond. Two, fish. My inventions are like family to me. I protect them as best I can. Okay. I think, I, I think that's perfect. The thing about this train is... You can't destroy it. People have tried. You can't. 
Like, if you were to try, you can't bulldoze a station. Like, it just, you can't do it. There are security measures in place that won't. Can I, can I throw you, like, a variation on that? Oh, absolutely, please. I think that, that you, I think that stations can be destroyed, but that's not going to stop the train from going there. Yes. And, like, showing up. I don't think it's anything rails, like, intentionally put into place, but I think that, like, the train, the train is going to stop where it's going to stop. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's you can't you can't stop this train from running. The train's going to keep rolling all night long and you can't put the brakes on it. Yeah. It's just like you you can't stop progress, you can't stop science, you can't stop rails tumbleweed. I think people have tried. I think people have demolished like where stations have been and then later that night the train just like rolls up and it's like, "Well, this is where the stop is." Yeah. I love this. I love it so much. And so like some of the stops that the train makes now, that the shadow trolley makes now, are literally like somewhere in the fucking woods. Oh, or absolutely. Like an old, or like an old swamp that has been like long since like paved over and or like torn down and left to left like to flood. Like an old flooded swamp that used to be a station with like, you know, a little cafe and a wawa. <laughs> and wawa. But like now it is straight up just an, an old swamp. It's an old bog. I love that it makes it perfect for like just getting somewhere out of desperation or getting somewhere like for to meet to, you know, to hold a fighting tournament or something. You know, it's it makes for the perfect way to get around fantasy in a terrifying way. Yep. If you don't want to be seen, I, I love it so much. Now give me a D6 for a flaw. Five ant. Explosions are adorable. Oh. Oh. But I kind of want to keep it and just have it be just an incongruous fact that they just like blowing stuff up. I think that they, I, I can, I can kind of tie it into the theme while also just keeping it as like a real silly, like a real silly result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they work hard, play hard. And I think that they literally just like will periodically, like, as they're building, you know, this magical train and putting all of their energy, periodically they'll just, like, build this little tiny, like, firework and then just, like, smash it on the ground and watch fireworks go off and they're just like, okay, okay, I can I can make this work, I can make this work. Bah, bah! Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm back to work. Can I throw you a pitch? Yes. Jeff, they knew this might happen from the start. Okay. They knew the un- instability of leyline magic and just the planetary magic in general, and they're like, "I know this might happen." Yeah, I'm willing it. to take the chance on this kind of blowing up in my face. I'm kind of willing to take the chance of this becoming some kind of haunted, possessed train car that gets you where you need to go. And in that way, I will live. They knew that this might outlive them. They knew that this was kind of like an immortal engine because it's yeah, like I if it. I run, if I make this engine that runs on the planet's energy. If the planet's alive, the train is alive. And in that way, I'll be here forever. This was fucked from the start. They made it they made a devil's bargain and it did they, they they knew what they were doing and they made that made a bad call. Damn, and bet it all on I'll be able to haunt the train. No. <laughs> That's hubris. It, their defining characteristic Rails Tumbleweed is defined by their hubris. Yes. Is defined by I I I can I can like do this i can be this i can live forever i can be rich and famous i can make all of this work damn theirs is a tale theirs is a tale of hubris and destruction yeah theirs is a tale of hubris and and being consumed by being consumed by your grand ambition i i love it so much is that a wrap that's a wrap god 
Wow. Thank you, Earth Cube, for your prompt. This yeah. went some places. And I like that now we have a ghost train, because now we ghost can totally train. pull this later on. I'm excited. This is going to be a frequent thing, I think. Ghost train. Ghost train. We have Ghost Mayor and Ghost Train all in the same month. Hail to the G. I don't remember the rest of the song. Hail to the ghost. To the ghost. <laughs> ghost, ghost Mayor. Mayor. <laughs> um, thank you, Earth Cube, for your prompt. If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, there are a gajillion ways to do it. Please do it. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag Fantasy Children. You can post them to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash AllMyFantasyChildren. You can email them to us at AllMyFantasyChildren at gmail.com. You can go on to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord and post them on our Discord channel. Good. Or you can go to AllMyFantasyChildren.com and send them to us that way. Yeah, we have a prompt submission form. It's real cool. Uh, while you're there, check out our band camp where all the music from the show gets posted and costs a whopping zero dollars for your enjoyment. It's cool for ringtones. All the cool teens are using custom ringtones these days. If you'd like to support our show, consider giving us a nice iTunes review on the iTunes machine. Yeah, um, iTunes reviews are super important. They help us. Uh, they help new listeners find the show. They, they 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 help boost our signal. They make it easier for people to find show find the show on iTunes, which helps us grow, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. And do you know what I'm going to say, Aaron? What are you going to say, Jeff? Let me check a number real quick. Oh, okay. Let me let me hop on to let me hop let me let me check something real quick. I'll put some filler music. Beep boop beep boop beep. Uh, beep we have boop. 19 iTunes reviews. What? That's that's it. If we get to 25. Make, we'll make a new audio drama. Oh. Oh. And then if we get to 30, we'll do an actual play. If all of you wrote an iTunes review, that would help us out a tremendous amount. If we get to 30, we'll do an actual play. If we get to 40, we'll check in with a fan favorite character. We'll, we'll help. We'll, we'll let all of this be decided via Twitter and Facebook and Discord. We'll, we'll leave it up for discussion. Mm-hmm. And if we get to 50, we'll set it at 50 right now. We'll do an episode live on Twitch. Boom. You get to hear us goof up and talk about how we're going to edit things. Yeah. Hear me, hear, hear the stories about the ways that we injure ourselves during <laughs> episode production. That is it's true. It's a good time, y'all. Depending on the day, I might be wearing a fancy suit. Ooh, It'll be great. I will never wear a fancy. I don't even think I own a fancy suit. It'll be really nice. Um, But yeah, get on iTunes, give us a five-star review, and write something nice. Write what you feel. Yeah. Follow that heart. Um... Jeff has a second podcast that you should also give a five-star iTunes review to and listen to. Uh, Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend to play a two-player game, share a few laughs, maybe a few tears, and have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Hell yeah. Um, A quick verbal hug this week. Um, This episode, I was kind of nervous about... Uh, I, I it was kind of like I was putting unnecessary pressure on myself to make like during while we were just recording to be like, okay, I don't know if this story is gonna work. I don't know where we're going with this. But like sometimes you just gotta <laughs> you gotta let go, let God, you know? No, but I mean like you just kind of want to relax. Don't put ridic- ridiculous uh, expectations on yourself, and just know that like have fun. And when you're creating something, and just like let fun take over, you know what I mean? I don't know. Just kind of relax and enjoy the creation process a little more. I had to take a step back, like while we were recording, and be like, "You're thinking too much." You know, chill out a little bit. Don't put any unnecessary expectations on yourself because that's not nice to yourself. Don't do that. Don't do what Aaron do. Do it as I say, not as I do. There's a there's a great quote about writing uh, by E. L. Doctorow, which is that writing is like driving at night in the fog. Sometimes you can only see as far as your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. That's good. I'm going to remember that when we're doing this. 
Sometimes you can only see as far as the headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. Damn. I think about that. I think about that all the time. Wow. That's great because I get super scared and future thinking when I'm doing an episode. I'm like, oh, no, we made a villain. And I'm like, oh, boy, how are we going to bring this back? But I just got to roll with it. Just got to keep my headlights on. And keep the headlights on. Keep just keep keep your eyes on the road. Keep keep uh, keep all you need to worry about is that next turn. That's awesome. Is the next curve. That's awesome. Yeah, I think the episode turned out really well. Anyway, so I think it did good. I, I also have a brief verbal hug, yes. which is that you'll be hearing this. Uh, you listening to this episode or hearing this in the earliest days of 2019. Yeah, uh, we made you know all of all jokes aside. Uh, I I I am noted a noted lover of the holiday season as a whole. New Year's is no small part of that. I love the idea of a new beginning, of chasing after goals, a chance to reflect on what you've accomplished and look forward to what you can achieve in the future, to reflect on the people that mean something to you and to look forward and think about like how you can show those people that in the year to come. So I hope that you get a moment of quiet contemplation in this first week, this first week of a new year, this first start to a new cycle as Earth circles around the sun again to think about the past and think about the future and appreciate the present. I know that it's hard and not great out there, but take a moment and, and you know, picture where you want to go and think about how you're going to get there and think about and really not just think about, but really like understand and love and appreciate where you've come and how far you've come and where you are right now, because I think there's beauty in that. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. That was very nice. Thank you. Um, and anything else? I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. So, until next time, my friends, good, good night, night and good, good game. game.